0: Sports the
1: sports dance. dance. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Sports Dance. I'm your host, Greg, and with me, most of the time, as always, it's the pizza maker himself. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing?
0: Doing great, Greg.
1: How are you? I'm doing well. It can't complain. It's a nice sunny day on a Sunday. We're doing this in the morning. We're we're switching our times up all the time.
0: We are on fire with this. We just can't settle into a place, but I think the Sunday is a nice thing. Morning's good because then we can uh go about the day and watch 87 sports in a row.
1: Exactly. And we released this on Monday. So, you know, we won't be as up to date with series, scores, and things like that. But for the most part, no series are ending today because, well, at least in hockey, the Bruins are off for today. So they get at least one day until they're done.
0: Yep. That's uh this is a, uh, I like this. I like this. This I is do. pretty cool.
1: And Paul, I alluded to it in the intro. Y- you're a master pizza maker. Many people may, may not know this about you.
0: So, you know, it's something I've done my whole life. It's been in the family and we've, uh, we've now gone right into a new realm with that new outdoor. I don't need to name the name of it. Pizza oh no, restaurant. we're going to name it.
1: Just try to get a free sponsorship. Uni Pizza Maker.
0: They Uni 16- 16. Fort Approved. The, the yeah, it's the big one. It's uh, gas fired, and it's a new experience. I've been eating pizza I've made my whole life, and as you know, we have uh, been doing Pizza Friday for years. Yep. And
1: my family's taking it up because I married your daughter.
0: <laughs> e- experimenting, and and now the in law, your mother, is doing it. It's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 the thing to do. But now that we're doing this, it's an entire new product. It tastes different. It's a great experience. Yeah, it's like coal fired um, pizza game.
1: without you having to use coals.
0: I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a good time. I think it's a social event, but boy is that pizza good. And I think I've nailed the yeah. crust.
1: You you've been working on it. I mean, I was there last week and we had pizza three out of four days. So y- you've been working on your craft. I but think hey, it's new pizza diet, apparently, because I ate pizza three out of four days at your house and then came home and waved myself, expecting to see the scale go quite up a, a bit up. And it actually went down a pound.
0: So funny thing, um we're on to we something have here. Been we, we've been experimenting with different flours and doughs. So, for those who don't know, we're, we're gluten free. You're not, yep. but you eat I'm it. I'm not. And it's a lighter pizza. So, we have gone with a Chebby pizza mix. We're just and we're sponsors. With, with some yeast. And by God, delicious. I think we've Absolutely got it. Absolutely fantastic. And, and by the way, it's a lighter flour. It's better for you. It's a cassava flour. And man, it is an incredible. By the way, Greg, how quick do the pizzas cook?
1: Are they cook in like a minute. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's
0: 900 degrees in that oven, and the stone is about 650, 700. And oh my gosh, I come no home experience.
1: and make, I come home and make the pizza we've been making forever, and my wife, your daughter, goes, "It's good, but it's not as good as as good as the uni pizza." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I get it. You don't have to say it. We all understand it. It's an unspoken truth."
0: So it is um, kind of comical that um, my granddaughter, other family, says. Mommy, your pizza is good, but it's not as good as grandpa's.
1: It's, I mean, it's true.
0: It's just a new thing, and we all know it.
1: It is. Speaking of new things, we're going to use that as a segue. Lionel Messi broke the globe this week when it was announced that he wants to move away from his long-standing relationship and playing days with Barcelona. Now, when I heard so, this news, it shocked me.
0: So Lionel Messi, if you explain, is 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 like his whole career with Barcelona
1: yeah. since he was thirteen. Since he was he was how old? In their, thirteen, he was in their academy because you know you start off in these Premier Leagues, especially in soccer in general. You have the academies for places outside of the U.S. who actually take soccer seriously as it should be because it's the most popular sport in the globe. But they have academies, Absolutely. players, talented guys go through. They usually start at thirteen and work their way up to make it onto the team. Hopefully, one day. And Messi has been with Barcelona since he was 13. So he's 33. So it's a 20-year span right there.
0: That is a very long career. So it would be the equivalent of, in the U.S., Tom Brady leaving the Patriots after a full career.
1: We'll get into that in a second because I made that equivalency matchup and my head got chopped off by the 2 so,
0: so, So, by the way, national, uh, worldwide, rather, soccer is the sport.
1: Soccer is the sport by far. Some People of the- outside of the U.S. don't understand football. I get it. I understand it. They don't get how it's popular. They don't understand all of it. They don't get how soccer is not number one here. I love, I'm personally a big actual fan of soccer. So it actually hurt my, my, my heart when uh, I made – we'll just get into the Twitter hate right now. When I made a comparison, when I saw this news, my brain immediately went, oh, let me simplify this for non-soccer fans. Lionel Messi, 20-year career with Barcelona, tons of awards, player of the year type awards, league championships, all-star god of gods in the sport of soccer over the past, I I would say at least 10, 15 years, because I forget when he made his debut and became an international sensation. But I was like, oh, that's like Tom Brady leaving the Patriots after all this time. 20-year career with the Patriots, six Super Bowls, tons of conference championships, Tons of MVPs, records breaking, all these things. And I was like, basically simplifying, I was like, Messi leaving Barcelona is equivalent to Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. I hit send. Immediately, my phone started going crazy. I was like, oh, wow, people really like this. No, they did not like it. I got well, Was it so more many like how, t- you? T-
0: <laughs> how dare <laughs> you compare the two?
1: Yes, it was. Are you an idiot? You must be American. Americans don't understand you, us, the football. And they're like, football is played with a soccer ball. They're like, you want to understand that. They're like, clearly, you must be American. You're dumb. Like, just basically, rinse and repeat of, I'm a dumb American, essentially. And it hurt my, <laughs> it kind of hurt because I actually like soccer. I watch Premier League games once in a while. I don't really watch La Liga because I don't, there's, Premier League is easy to access with NBC sports, at least in the US. But I follow along. I watch World Cup.
0: Yeah.
1: I follow World Cup qualifying. I, you know, I love the rivalry of Lionel Messi versus Ronaldo and who's the best forward in the game. And kind of went back and forth for a lot of years. Right now you'd say Messi again, but he had a few down years. You watch the struggles as Argentina, and you just like I under I was like, I had to explain, I was like, I understand the magnitude of this move. I was simplifying it for us dumb kids who don't watch <laughs> soccer on a global scale. I was like, and this made perfect sense if I actually explain it to you. Cause most of them were like, Who's Tom Brady? And I have to say, one of them said, Who's Tom Brady? And somebody responded to that comment saying, It's Giselle Bunchkin's husband, and they went, Oh. <laughs>
0: Who's Tom Brady?
1: And I, I laugh because I'm like, oh yeah, people outside of the U.S. may not really know Tom Brady as Tom Brady. He's known probably as Giselle's husband because she's bigger internationally than he is.
0: That is great. I love that. I think that's that's fantastic. But, you know, we, we understand that you are very up on worldwide sports. You know this guy. You knew the, the magnitude. Oh, it's huge. Um, it's
1: basically like if god himself came down to earth and was like i'm moving planets and you're like wait um so, so who's gonna be on our who's gonna watch our planet and he's like eh, some other god i don't know and you're like wait but we we like you but you're our god and Messi's basically like yeah i know i'm your god i i, I would like to leave though
0: you think you really will You think he's testing the water?
1: Oh, no, he's definitely going to leave. They had their COVID 19 testing requirements due, I think, yesterday or today, and you had to show up to get them. He did not show up. So, his whole thing is he has a contract that it was supposed to be after the 2019 20 season, he was going to be allowed to walk away free and sign with whatever he wants to. And they're challenging that, saying, no, that's not the case. You have to do a transfer fee because in soccer, internationally, especially especially they have transfer fees. So if a guy's on a contract, you can pay. I think they said if he actually wants to leave and they have to pay a transfer fee, it could be up to 150 million pounds because they use pounds, obviously, and or euros, whatever yeah. no, they don't use us dollars. So I don't know what it would transfer to a lot of money. And there's only a few, a handful of teams that are going to be willing to shell that type of money out in the soccer realm. Liverpool? You know who Liverpool's owner is, right?
0: Yeah, the guy that's unloading the Red Sox faster than we can...
1: Uh, I was going to say, John Henry, the guy who wasn't willing to give Mookie Betts $350 million over 10 years, you really think he's going to pony up $150 million just for a transfer fee? Then the contract on top of that? It's not going to be crazy. Liverpool. <laughs> but I like, it is Premier League probably that I would say he's going to go to. Most likely Manchester City is t- kind of the big, big dog in the race right now.
0: And can afford uh, it.
1: Yes, they have a, how do I put this? How do they say it? A shit ton of money. I think is how they say it in France. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> they have a lot of money that they can throw out. I think he also has some personal connections there. I think either former players or managers or something. I forget who is, is in Manchester City, who would also be another reasoning. Plus, it's another realm for him to conquer. He's already done everything he can in La Liga. If he goes to the Premier League or even League One, which is like France area Premier League, he has a whole new thing for his resume. It's kind of like, again, most soccer fans aren't going to be listening to this. It's kind of like Tom Brady now going to the NFC. He's going to see if he can conquer that side of the football realm. I mean, granted, if he went to the Canadian Football League, I guess that, that would not be similar. But you get what I mean. I it's, do. 100% it's a whole I new realm, whole new area that he has to conquer. And I think he's at the age cuz soccer, kind of like football, you hit into your or any sport, you kind of hit that early mid 30s range of your age and you know father times coming for you. You only have so many more right Yeah, you only have so many more top of your career le- seasons left. That's why in other sports that we'll get into they needed to continue with their seasons, I think for legacy reasons as much as helping public causes, but we'll get to that how, in a are,
0: how are his fans handling it like Tom oh. Brady are I think a lot of people wish him well they don't want to see bad things happen uh, are they are they angry? I know soccer player is a very yes and,
1: yes and no I think there's again it's like the same with I I know we keep coming back to the Brady thing, but it is the easiest equivalent of a recent event that happened. There's going to be the people that, you know what? They're like, thank you for your time you've spent with us. Thank you for all the success you've given us. We understand you want to try something different. Go for it. Best wishes. We'll root you on no matter where you are. And then there's the other side that's like, I hope you rot in hell and you break both your knees and you die.
0: (laughs) And I think there's some of those.
1: There's always going to be there's it's always going to be kind of about 50-50 of each. I think for this, I don't know if fans really know yet how to react. It depends on where he goes. Like if he goes to the Premier League, it's fine as I hit my microphone in Swift Anger. But if if he doesn't go to the Premier League, I don't know how they're going to react.
0: So was this a surprise or had 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 he been negotiating with them?
1: I think It's definitely a a surprise for fans. Yep, I don't know if it's a surprise internally. I'm sure there's definitely probably some background rumblings. I'm sure there has been talks and conversations. There's definitely no leaks that happen that fans and soccer people around the world were very shocked by this news. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the biggest thing that would happen is if for some reason... He leaves Barcelona but stays in La Liga and goes to like one of their top rivals. That happening, probably not likely. Wow. Yeah. That, I can't imagine that happening though. I feel like if you're going to leave the top, one of the top two, three teams in that league, why would you stay? Why wouldn't you try and go conquer another section of the soccer world? Because unlike football, there are other top leagues with world-class players that you can go to. It's not like if Brady left the NFL and went to the Canadian Football League. It's like, oh, let me tell you about these guys in the Canadian Football League. Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it's not it's not that situation, but it will be interesting to see what happens, the whole contract dispute, if he can walk away freely, who's going to pony up the money for him, what that contract might look like, because there also have been rumors that Like, if he signs with Manchester City, he might get a certain amount of money. Then he might get some ownership in the team. And then, one rumor I heard is, if he signs, he might, even after five years, move to the U.S. and finish his career in the MLS. Wow. Which would just be, I mean, we've seen other big stars do it. Uh, we've had Wayne Rooney come over to the U.S. We've had David Beckham come to the U.S. for the end of their careers. We've had Ibron... Yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's what it is. I was like, it's not his first name. He's even you Right? Um, so they've all come over and played in the MLS because the MLS, despite the fact that it is U.S. soccer and it's not at the top of the totem pole, is getting better in at least talent. It's not as bad as it used to be. So it's getting more recognized. It will never be the other leagues. It will never be the Premier Leagues. But guys at the end of their careers that still want a few more decent seasons, come to the U.S., play, get a few million dollars. You'll still get your goals that you're used to where you won't maybe get them in the other leagues or the playing time. And you go from there.
0: Well, I guess it's about ego and Self worth because at that stage the guy's got more money than God, so he can exactly. do whatever he wants.
1: Exactly. And speaking of oh, money, Paul, yeah, exactly. Speaking of money though, before we get into our next topic, if you're gonna look to get some money, you better go check out my bookie because sports are back, and if you want to get on the action, my bookie is the place to be. They're gonna match your deposit up to a thousand dollars when you use promo code Twelve Ounce Sports when signing up. That's Twelve Ounce Sports, one two OZ Sports when you sign up. You don't want to miss your t- chance to cash that ticket during the NHL NBA playoffs. MLB's back. Kentucky Derby's coming up in a week. All these great things to bet on. Use promo code 12 on Sports when you sign up to get your deposit matched up to
0: $1,000. Perfect. I think we-
1: uh,
0: I think uh, Kentucky Derby, a lot of people betting on the Kentucky Derby.
1: Definitely, especially cuz it's in September and that's like a weird thing. But,
0: it is, it is. But I think uh, funny that I think uh, you've got a long running thing now going that you kind of watch the Derby with the same group, and I think you're yeah. doing it again this
1: year. I think we are because it just happens to work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also going to be celebrating a two year old birthday, so fun times.
0: That is sweet.
1: But besides that, so besides the Lionel Messi news, which was global news, the biggest news in the U.S. sports wise was definitely the NBA. This week, the NBA, as you know, and everybody else does, decided on Wednesday to protest their playoff games. It started with the Bucks versus Magic, who were the first game scheduled for the day. The Magic were on the court and the Bucks had not come out. It was discovered that the Bucks were actually on the phone with the Attorney General and Lieutenant Governor of Wisconsin to talk about everything happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, as you know, with the cop shooting of, I forget, Jacob Blake believe is the name yeah so they were trying to figure out how to kind of get not justice for him but to help figure out what happened in that situation and hold the cops accountable for firing off seven shots obviously there's way too much political stuff to go into that very specific aspect of it because obviously we have found out things about jacob blake not the greatest of person he had on a warrant out for his arrest things like that does it deserve seven shots in the back, depending on what he was doing? Probably not. So that's what players kind of were protesting about, along with, in general, racial injustice, which has now been going on for a few months with the George Floyd incident that finally came to a head. The Bucks decided to boycott their game, which caused the Magic to then say, we do not accept their forfeit. We are also going to boycott, which led to the other two games of the day also being boycotted, which then led to the Mob boycotting games later in the night. The next day, the NHL followed suit, and I believe the WNBA. So for three days or so, we had no sports due to these protests. Paul, when you first heard about the protests and everything going on, what was your reaction?
0: I thought it was admirable. I think the, um, you know, I I hate to go back to it, but Colin Kaepernick was um, the, the leader of the movement. And I think people are looking differently at that now, but I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was great. I don't know that they knew exactly how to make a difference. Um, and, you know, not to make this a political conversation because it isn't really, but, um, well, I guess it is. Um, yeah, it's but I thought it was very tasteful and high class of Barack Obama to contact the players and give them guidance on how to make a difference. And, you know, now we see some of their... If, if they pressured the owners to use Madison Square Garden, for instance, as a, as a, as an early voting location, there are so many things they could do, and they got some great guidance from him, and I think that's what needs to happen, you know, marches aren't, it, 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 they happen, right, and, yes. and it's awareness, but wow, this was some great, big action that really brought something about, um, and, and it, it's nice to see you know, Doc Rivers speak on it, and, and it, it's a big deal. And, and maybe, maybe we will have some change. But very hard to watch that um, clip of that guy getting shot in the back seven times. Yes. Seven times. Yeah, And, and you know, for the rookie, he looks like he just started shaving. I, I, I For the life of me, how will we not – forget funding. How about we train these people? Um, yes. You know, and and maybe there's some type, some more screening that can be done. I don't know, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, watching the video, you see it. Obviously, everybody has seen the video by now. And again, not to get too political into it. You wonder how it gets to that point where seven shots in the back are needed when you have about five or six officers that look like around the guy. They said they apparently tried to taser him and tackle him. I'm pretty sure if two of you tackled the guy, you could do it. I know they said apparently he said he had a knife on him. Obviously, you don't want that to be a situation. But for the most part, from what I know, based on everything we've read about and seen, imminent threats to cops mean the person has a gun. Granted, he did go into his car and reach in. So you get the reaction. Yes, you get the reaction to an extent, but the excessive amount of force used. If it was even a shot or two, I feel like it makes a difference. It's the seven shots that makes it way worse in general. Than it needed to be.
0: And so, if it heightens because of adrenaline, man, yes. we need some training. We need to figure something out because that's just wrong.
1: Yes. But like you said, uh, the players didn't know. Ex- I think the players knew they wanted to protest. I mean, obviously going into the meeting, one of the things that I heard came out of the meeting was players asked the Bucks what caused you to decide to boycott right before the game? To which Jalen Brown of the Celtics stood up, who was a big proponent of protesting and Fighting for Racial Injustice said, doesn't even matter what you guys, what the reasoning was, we support you. Like, I don't need a reasoning from you. If somebody else does, that's fine, but I don't, I understand why you did it. Like, I get it. And then you have LeBron James, who is the head of the more than a vote campaign, where it is trying to help African Americans, especially get voting access because not all communities have easy access to votes. I know had the Dodgers are signed up to have their stadium be used as a voting booth essentially like you said Madison Square Garden so I'm sure that was part of the whole helping in negotiations with owners because no offense to the rest of the guys in the NBA if LeBron James dropped out nobody what the playoffs wouldn't have the same meaning to them if the top seeds top player top global player for the sport was like no I'm not I'm not participating. So yeah, had that to deal with. But overall, I think how they handled it and how they went about it was probably the best they could. The decision to use the playoffs to be able to voice their concerns and opinions every single day after every single game, I think is better overall. Like, as a fan, I'm glad playoffs are back. But it also, in general, thinking about the reasoning why they did this. They have a world, not a world stage, because obviously internationally people are watching, but not as much. But at least in the country, news stations will carry it. ESPN will show clips of it. Newspapers will cover the stories. If the guys, certain guys aren't going to always make the news. If LeBron James isn't saying it, it's not making the news. If certain key guys aren't saying it. But now guys like Jalen Brown, after games and interviews, can talk about it, and it'll be picked up by the Boston News. and It'll be picked up by... New England people and in different coverages and they can see the quotes and it starts the conversation and it starts the different things and trying to hopefully work the dialogue in a better direction than what it has been. Because as I saw, one thing that kind of made me sad when thinking about all of it was Bill Russell and his teammates 50 years ago, I think boycotted a game because they said the last time an NBA team boycotted a game, I think, was 1950s or 60s. And it was Bill Russell and his Celtics teammates. Boycotting due to racism, and they're like, and nothing has changed apparently in that time and that's sad
0: it really hasn't for some people, their mindsets have changed, but we have a
1: long way to go yes, and that's a sad thing to think about. Obviously, everybody is working towards trying to make things better, and hopefully they do. We do have the playoffs back, owners are going to make more of an attempt to help with these social injustices, and players are going to keep doing what they're doing, and that is keep being voices for people that don't have voices for them.
0: So I thought the NBA also handled it very well, right? There could have been a knee jerk reaction, um, yes. but it was fully supported and it went to hockey and it went to, and I forget the tennis star that
1: said, I'm not playing. Uh, yes. I, what is her name? Her name is escaping me too. I'll, um, we can keep I talking. Thought, I'll find it in a second.
0: Total, totally class act interviewed her, And she said, Hey, if I get, if you boot me, you boot me, but I, I have to support this. And as, and, and tennis
1: also and supported it. Naomi Osaka.
0: Yep. Yep. I thought it was, I, it was just handled great. So all of these people are role models to somebody yes. and this is what they need to be doing. And I know some of the Celtics were at a March in Boston and I, and, and support however they need to, but this was a move that um, it wasn't a March, but boy, it got everybody's attention. Everybody. Um, hey, sports are a billion, multi-billion-dollar industry, yep. and they get some—they get some airtime and FaceTime. That makes a big difference to young people that are are watching and saying, "Hey, they do care about me."
1: Yes, and I think it also ups it. I think there was kind of a downtrodden of awareness with after the George Floyd thing. I know the players had the messages on their back, but I've heard some sports radio now be like. The messages are there, but once basketball starts being played, it's, it's kind of like you don't really focus on the jersey names and things like that. You just focus on the game being played. Like So this kind of reignited what the players kind of agreed to go to the bubble for and when they were in the bubble, how to help out. So the protest, I think, there are people that think it did nothing. It did something. It started a dialogue. It gave three days' worth of dialogue and conversation for people. Whether it was good conversation or bad conversation, it was conversation. And that's kind of the important part of it. But well, let's get into the actual sport of basketball, not just the protest part, which as important as that is, the playoffs for a sport podcast are also important. And we'll get into that. So yesterday we had two more series close out. The Bucks and Lakers both won their series. So thoughts on that, Paul?
0: Um, not a surprise.
1: Yeah, I mean, the number one seeds, they stumbled in that first game, both of them, which is also kind of surprising that it was both game one as I dropped my notes.
0: So I think <laughs> as I look at, at basketball, it, it's almost—it's the most normal, I guess. And it, it just, I get it. There were no fans. They've got those screens, which are pretty cool. Um, and I think they're not that other sports aren't putting their hearts into it, but I really think these players that are in it are in it. And I think they're playing hard and I think they want to win it and they're trying to be normal. Um, and I mean, normal as in uh yes. normal life and in, in playing a sport to be watched. So I, I think it's, it's pretty cool. Um, maybe that first game they had a, a hiccup, but now they're, they're, they're on a roll. Um, be interesting to see this thing move forward. Um, and, and, get through this and, and, and they, they're going to finish up and, and, and almost be headed right back into it. Right.
1: Yeah. I think that's the goal. I don't know if they're going to try to see about doing a bubble again or how they're going to make it work. But I think after the basically going to get like a month and a half off my thing, ho- I think they're hoping that to an extent once they've gone through this bubble thing and they kind of have an idea of how to keep people safe and sound and all that, maybe they can do kind of how baseball is going from, stadium to stadium but obviously maybe try to control it better than baseball did at least at the beginning since obviously they had outbreaks and games canceled so we'll see because i feel like guys are not going to be able to go into a bubble again and then can do a whole season without family because it's it's killing a lot of them now i know yep so that was part of the other thing with the process to go back to that real quick was part of it was people thought they might legitimately cancel the season because guys are also getting tired of the bubble They're tired of not seeing their families. And Jalen Brown, again, apparently said to a lot of them when they were thinking about canceling, they said, if it gets canceled and we're talking about these protests, are you going to be out in the streets? Are you going to be at home just chilling with your family? He's like, if you're going to be home chilling with your family, why cancel the season? He goes, if you're not going to go out to go try to make a change, then what's the point? So also, again, Jalen Brown I think is setting a good example, but also made a very good point of why are we canceling a season and doing all these things? If we're not going to go out to try to make the difference. If you just want to go home and see your family, I get it. You miss them, but we came here knowing what was going to be happening. We're either canceling this for a purpose or we're continuing it also for a purpose.
0: Yeah. I think they can get through this year cause they're in it and they made that decision, but man, what happens two months after this season ends and they're headed out to uh to do it again, I I, they, I don't think they can do half a year in there. That's no. that's asking too much.
1: It's not. I don't think it's possible at all. But also, so besides that, besides Bucks Lakers closing out their series, we have a few other series. Rockets and Thunder are continuing. Rockets took the three two series lead. Russell Westbrook came back. I don't know if you caught any of that yesterday, Paul. But any any thoughts with Westbrook especially coming back?
0: Um. Rockets win he's the, he's the icing on the
1: cake I like it I like that he's the icing on the cake um no yeah he I mean he is he's explosive he comes back he makes a huge difference for that offense he rebounds he assists he scores he comes back in game five after missing the first four games and they look pretty good they completely dominate it in defensively which is not something the Rockets were known for previous years so good for them the series I know that you're gonna actually probably watch the most of, because I know you're not huge into NBA. You you watch here and there, but Celtics Raptors is the series you're probably gonna to, watch it.
0: Yeah, I have to watch the playoffs for hockey, basketball. I'd, I'd even watch. Uh, I'd even watch tennis if I knew somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do now. You know Naomi Osaka.
0: Yep, and 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 now I like her. There's exactly, people that. Stick in your mind. Class but act.
1: For Celtics Raptors, their series starts today. Who do you think takes the series? I have an inkling of what you might go with, but curious to know.
0: Uh, I, I definitely think the Celtics. The Celtics, uh, I mean, before COVID, I think the Celtics were on a roll. I think they were doing their thing, and I think they're, they're pumped. I think they'll get there. I know they have some injuries, but I think they'll, they'll make it. I think they'll win. May go the whole way, but they'll win.
1: Yeah, despite not having Hayward there, uh, I know they have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as their main two tandem, and then you have Van Vliet and Lowry for Toronto. Now, between those, those are really the two main scores for each side. Do you think either one of them has the edge, and do you think that edge makes a difference?
0: Edge always makes a difference, and I think think Jason Tatum is just becoming such a big figure in the sport, and he's... He's got confidence, and I, I just think that'll make a difference for him. And he will, um, he will perform.
1: Yeah, I definitely think uh, Tatum, especially, is making a push to be the face of Boston sports. Hey, I don't think. Needs- oh, that's the thing. It's weird. I don't think there's anybody technically right now who is. So a good big playoff run where you're the star of the team might push him up into that. I mean, he's still young. He still they still haven't done that much of accomplishments, but when you're looking around. Not many other Boston teams have anybody that's accomplishing much. The Bruins, I guess, technically you could say, but Boston's a hockey town, but you don't really picture of a hockey player as the face of your town unless it's the only sport in town. Yeah. I, I would probably agree, though, with the Celtics-Raptors. I want to say the Raptors win the series, but I feel like the Celtics somehow figure it out the Raptors overall, I think, overall round it, have a better team from top to bottom with their bench and everything because they have Norman Powell on the bench. They have OG Anubi, I think is how you say it, on the bench. They have two big guys, and um, or three big guys. They have Pasco Siakam, Sergey Ibaka, and Marcus Gasol as their big guys who all can put up big points if they need to for games. Marcus is at the end of his career, but he still has some big games, I think, left in him. So we'll see. But I think the Celtics being the young guns, I feel like Jalen Brown's going to take his game up to a different level. I feel like the whole protest and everything, I feel like certain guys get motivated by that type of stuff. I think he's one of them clearly for how passionate he is about it. I think it takes him to a different level in this series. I think the Celtics take it. I do think it goes seven games, though. And I think the Celtics barely get by 4-3. So we'll see. Yeah, I think
0: it'll go seven games, and it's, it's close, right? It could go either way.
1: It is. And as we said, um, we are recording this Sunday, so games like the Clippers and Mavs game will be happening later. So we don't know the results of that. I'm going to take a wild swing in the dark and say the Clippers close out that series, though, against the Mavs. And then I think it's Nuggets and Jazz. I believe it's the Jazz are up 3-2 in that series. I'm going to say the Nuggets at least push it to a game seven. That series has been fun to watch. It's not a series I like personally between the two teams, but... Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray have just gone at it every single game. It's been fun to watch
0: i um it, it again it's it's the most normal. it's playoffs they play harder and um, well i let me rephrase that basketball plays hard all the time. I think it's probably the most difficult, tough on the body. Um, it, there's no downtime in this in the sport and uh, I think they're really into it and and everybody of course you want to win the playoffs. And, yes. and that's what this whole bubble is all about. So it's been fun to watch.
1: Yes. So prediction for those are Nuggets push it to a game seven. Clippers take it. We'll see if we are right when you're listening to this on Monday morning or Monday afternoon or Monday evening. Whenever you listen to us, we'll see if we're right. Moving Absolutely. on from basketball, though, we're going to – I'm not going to lie, people. We're going to BS our way through this next topic of NHL playoff series. <laughs>
0: So, I, I have one NHL thing.
1: I, I bet you I know what it is.
0: <laughs> WTF with the Bruins. You're in first place. You're kicking ass, and you get to the, this. You get to the bubble, and holy crap. Three to one, Tampa Bay Lightning are kicking their ass. I get it. Tu isn't there, um, but you have to be able to catch the puck in your glove. You just have to. You can't. You've got to be on your A game, and, and, and clearly
1: he has missed at least catch it. Don't, at least don't miss it seven times.
0: How about block it? <laughs> Get in front of it.
1: <laughs> but like seven times, I feel like in hockey, there, you should never, it's never a good sign when seven, when you, when a touchdown is scored against you in the sport of hockey, that is not good. Just like in baseball, you never want to see a number like that. Four, five, I can maybe understand that happening a weird bounce here and there. Seven, not good. Seven goals. I could stop.
0: Everybody's got to be shocked. I, think I could stop that. And on fire and winning this whole thing.
1: One thing I will say about hockey: you know what I've never understood? How come like a four hundred pound man can't just be your goalie and literally block the entire net with his fatness? Right. How is that not I a thing?
0: Bigger, by the way. Because a one to nothing hockey game is like watching grass grow. So I know baseball needs to do some things. I think um, hockey could be more exciting if the net was maybe a foot and a half bigger and taller.
1: But like, just imagine that. Imagine. I'm gonna, I'm trying to think of somebody really, really fat right now.
0: Well, don't, how about big?
1: No, I'm going to go with fat because they need to be wide. Like it has to just be like a blob of a person. Good Lord. I mean, it's true, it, but somebody like that, like a Peter Griffin cartoon character come to life size, man in hockey pads covers that whole net. Why? How has that never been a thing? I get you have to be athletic, big and quick. Like, but how has that never happened? How has there never been a goalie that takes it? Is there like a rule that you can't be a certain size to be the goalie? Able to get up? Uh, Do you have to though? If you're covering the whole net, just push the puck away from
0: you. I don't think that 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 job as a goalie is as easy as one as getting in front of the puck. By the way, that thing's coming at you 100 miles an hour.
1: I know it is, but at the same time. You black if and you're,
0: blues in the game.
1: If you're if you're fat and big and you just cover it all, like oh, you're so cool. like a few, hey, like a year or two ago, I probably would have been a perfect goalie. I was much heavier. I've lost a good amount of weight. I would have been As a perfect goalie. I'm quick on my feet, surprisingly nimble for a large man. And put some pads on me. I cover a good part of that net. I mean, maybe my shoulder's slightly exposed, but I could at least bounce it up there to block the puck. I'll take the bruises for the Stanley Cup. Right and the And the glory I mean the Bruins might as well call up somebody that's big enough to cover the net after that game,
0: imagine, oh my God, he's dying. Yeah, Tampa is Bay is
1: be... Tampa Bay's taking he, that game
0: he, yeah he's he uh, well, you never know, I always hold out hope right
1: yeah no I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna still go with Tampa Bay, they're offensively way better their goalie their goalie situation is better, so Bruins are sorry, Bruins aren't gonna win, okay, but other series that are actually close and seem competitive, we have the Golden Knights who are up two one, the Dallas stars who are also up two one over the Avalanche, and the Islanders up two one over the Flyers. All three of those play later today on Sunday. So for all I know, it could be three one in all those series tomorrow, but overall, those games have seemed more competitive. so I still think I think our predictions were I think you took the Islanders actually, yep. and I took the Flyers, so you're right now you're leading in that. Uh, I took the Golden Knights over the Canucks. I forget who you chose, and I think you went with the Avalanche over the Star n- Stars because you didn't know Dallas actually had a hockey team. Right?
0: <laughs> uh, so many new names. I, I mean, I, I sound like I live under our way through this. <laughs> I I live under a rock. I don't know the new teams, and uh, so I. I, I pick like my daughter picks in, in fantasy football. And March
1: Madness, where it's like, oh, what college mascot has a dog? <laughs> this one? Or no, the best ever. Wisconsin makes cheese. I like cheese. I'm going to choose Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. That's how you win bowl season and March Madness.
0: No, I've never had the trophy, so I I, I, mess, I just should do auto-pick, but I don't. Every year
1: I say I will. You should just you should just look over my shoulder when I'm filling out my sheet. I should.
0: <laughs> not like I don't text you. I can't even sign into the thing without texting you forty yeah, two times. You're gonna
1: be okay for our fantasy football league.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad to know. Um, but yeah, that that's about all we have for talking hockey because I don't know about you. There's not much. I I sadly will admit this. I know way more about soccer internationally and globally and things about Messi and all those different teams, Liverpool, all that situation than I do about hockey.
0: Hey, quick squeeze in one more topic.
1: Quick squeeze in one more topic. For hockey or in general?
0: How about Alabama? 1,200 students, positive COVID. They've had a big party. (laughs) Oh boy, did they ever. As did Holy Cross. Just saying. um, And I'm listening to... A sports radio show, and the commentator says, You can't expect kids not to party. And I'm like, Okay, they're adults. And yes, you can, because it's a matter of life and death.
1: Well, this is the whole situation with the college football season why teams canceled because they said you can't expect kids to not act like college kids. And they're like, Yes, they can. They're college football players. They'll be fine. It's like, "Eh." Yeah.
0: Clearly, they're not. Some do, some
1: don't. Horrifying, horrifying. Yes.
0: How about the parent that sends their kid to Alabama, pays the tuition, and there's 1,200 positive cases? You must be out of their minds.
1: Well, you're only paying two bucks to go. <laughs> it's Alabama. <laughs> you're not <Yeah>. sending your...
0: <laughs> so when I was living I in never, Georgia... Nobody
1: ever said Alabama was an Ivy League school, Paul. <laughs>
0: listen, when I was in Georgia, you go to college for free with a B average or better other than Georgia Tech. You go to the state schools for free. Yeah. And I, I, that's pretty good, but again... To your point. Okay. <laughs> it's no, it's no Harvard. Also went to college. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. So that's all, we, that's all we have for NHL and Alabama talk. But before we get into some baseball talk, Paul, make sure if you're going to check out some actual hockey talk, go check out World Hockey Report on 12 on Sports and all the other shows. And when you do, check them out on Zingo TV because Zingo TV is your home for the best live talk shows and sports broadcasts from 12 On Sports especially. You know, you can catch my show and all others on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, but now you can also watch it live on Zingo TV. Zingo TV is added 12 On Sports to a long list of channels. And now, if you're on your smart TV, just download the app and flip to channel 761 to catch all of your live 12 On Sports programming plus replays. All you got to do is download Zingo TV and use promo code 12OUNCE. That's 1-2-O-Z when signing up yeah, it's that simple. Be sure to check out our latest blogs and podcasts as well on Zingo TV. Go check it out today.
0: Awesome.
1: Great. I know. All right. I'm amazing. All right. Now for some MLB talk, we have a few quick topics here. We're staying on the East Coast of the baseball world because, well, we know the Dodgers are good. We know Mike Ostremsky, grandson of Carl Yastrzemski, is Killing it for the Giants nowadays, like MVP type candidate with how well he's doing, which is kind of cool and weird at the same time to think. But again, we're going to stick on the East Coast where things aren't so sunny and cheery, especially in the AL East, where the Red Sox took the crown for the quickest team to 20 losses.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a fire sale, by the way. I mean, you read the trade rumors and it's, I, I don't know, I, I just. Who isn't available? Uh, right? Right, Unload I think
1: Bogart's my- endeavors are the only ones off the books.
0: Oh, God. I read Bogart's. I, I expected Bogart's. We talked about the face of Boston sports. I thought he could be maybe that. He's 23 years, 23, 27,
1: 23. I was gonna say he's, no, he's not 23. He yeah. may have started with the Red Sox. But, 20. Yeah,
0: 23. So to, he's a kid. He, I, I don't know. I just, it blows He's still mind. a child to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they all are.
1: <laughs> yes, Devils and Bogarts are like the only two off-limits, I think.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, some of the rumors are that he's – I don't know. I just feel bad that you go out to play every day, and I know it's a job, but dear God, the hey, whole team up.
1: As Red Sox fans, you know what we can be thankful for? It's a 60-game season and not 162. <laughs> because this oh. year is Painful.
0: It is, and I think everybody's watching it tongue-in-cheek saying, eh.
1: I think all Red Sox fans kind of knew it was coming. There's no, If you found a Red Sox fan who thought this year was going to go well, well, I want to be what they're on because I knew from the get-go this was not going to be pretty. Our offense, I knew, would be decent. But they're starting pitching, you knew right from the beginning, when iavaldi who's normally your number three, is now your number one, and then you have to figure out the rest, not good. And he's now on Um, the injured list with a calf strain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, No pitching, new coach, coming off a scandal, COVID. Not good for any team, but uh, not, not, not not a great
1: situation. No, but at least we can bask in the glory of one other thing that has happened in AL East, Paul, over the past week, and that is the Yankees, who were the predominant favorite to win the AL East and potentially win the World Series, with their muscle power and big money spending on Garrett Cole, have lost seven straight games until they snapped the streak yesterday, finally winning. But now they're in second place, and they're four games back of the Tampa Bay Rays.
0: So Tampa Bay, um, God, Tampa. Why does Tampa always have to come up in sports? But anyway, how is Tampa
1: Bay so good with, uh, but baseball-wise, they spend like no money.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's what the Red Sox are going to do. They're going oh. to get rid of all their money.
1: They did. They got Shane Bloom from the Tampa Bay Rays to take over and try to kind of implement some of his ideas to save money. Granted, he will get still a bit bigger budget than Tampa Bay to work with. So he should be able to make magic. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, we got to get pitching, and we have to stop giving away key players.
1: Well... Right now, we're giving away guys that contracts are going to be up and things like that. I know the trade last week for with Workman and Embry did bring back a starting pitcher who they do predict could be a third or fourth guy moving forward. Scouts actually across the league like the move. So we'll see. I mean, as long as scouts and people agree that the moves that are being made are good for the Red Sox' future, I'm fine with it. This season's a wash. Next season's probably somewhat of a wash. But I want Bogart's contract to actually matter to an extent. So I want the final year or two to still be competitive. I understand it might take a year or two to get back there. Sale, especially getting back from Tommy John, things like that. We'll see about Eduardo Rodriguez, if he can ever pitch again after his bout with the COVID and the heart condition it gave him. So we'll see that. But again, Yankees have lost seven straight. They're in second place now. Takes them down the so peg. Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge is hurt again, which I did see yesterday some people in the baseball world talking, saying, at what point do Yankee fans turn on Aaron Judge because he always seems to get hurt every season?
0: Well, they had an outfielder that came from Boston that they all turned on as well, right?
1: Yes, but he was getting paid big, big money. Guy. Right yeah. now, Aaron Judge is only costing you $8 million. Aaron
0: Judge needs to play in order to get a contract worth some money when he's Oh, he'll still a free... get a
1: contract. It's just a matter of if the Yankees, after knowing his injury history, are going to actually give it to him or let him walk, which also, yeah. if that happens, then Yankee fans are well, also going to let him They'll let him walk into the injury history in depth,
0: I think, long and hard before I pay somebody that kind of money.
1: Yeah, but other teams will pony it up because Judge is a mammoth of a human. So, But the question is, do you think Yankee fans start to turn on him now, or do you think they wait until his contract actually makes an impact for them and then they turn on him if he gets hurt?
0: I think they, um, Yankee fans are known to be diehard fans, but boy, you, you start performing and they're all over you. So he needs to he needs to get his act together or they're going to be all over him. I think they turn sooner than later.
1: Yeah, I think my guess is there's going to be start being some like, oh, you know, judge is great, but type conversation for Yankee fans. And then if he gets that 20 plus million dollar contract and he gets hurt, it's going to turn into, I can't believe we paid this guy. Why, why did we keep him? Get him off the books. Trade him. Every this way and that. Just like with Ellsbury, who disappeared his final two years of his contract. Yeah, or right? He disappeared. I don't even know. Is Jacoby Ellsbury still alive? I'm not sure.
0: And by the way, wins the arbitration and gets his salary.
1: A payoff. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's still an amazing player. So besides that, besides that New York team, the other thing to talk about in baseball is the other New York team, the Mets who, well, there's always something interesting going on with them. This week, with all the protests and everything, when MLB did it, apparently Rob Manfred told the Mets, and I forget who they were facing, to go onto the field and then leave the field in sign of protest and then go back and play the game, actually, which nobody liked the idea of. They were like, that's very out of touch still with the whole situation. We get you want us to play, but the whole point is to not play. And the Mets GM came out basically criticizing Rob Manford for this, which then had the Will Pon's release a statement which spelled his name wrong, which I'm guessing was not a mistake. Right. I'm guessing they just did it. And then the news comes out that Steve Cohen, who was going to buy the majority share of the Mets and then left, which brought in A-Rod and J-Lo as potential buyers, has decided to throw his hat back into the ring to try and buy the majority share again. Paul, I know this might break your heart, though, because you were a big supporter of J Lo and A Rod. I
0: was. You know what? It's going to take a lot of money to get out of this mess that these teams are in now. I think a John Henry has more money than he'll ever need. Um, but A Rod and J Lo were not the 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 bankroll, and and you know these teams have taken a loss and and they've got a they they'd be starting in a very bad place. I think it would have been better for the Mets um it would have been an outgoing ownership that would do the right thing and it would have been um very front and center and they needed it. The Mets needed it and you know it's going to be a very business like transaction. I'm sure it's fine just get rid of the willpons and and be done with it. But I think uh move on move on with a new owner uh, but all these teams i think are going to struggle
1: yeah well when you have 2.6 million dollar valuation to take the majority stake and steve cohen can front that because he's worth 14.6 billion that might be a good stepping stone yep so <laughs> <laughs> all i know is mets fans are probably just praying hoping figuring out whatever god they need to pray to that this happens cuz They all just want the Wilpons out.
0: It's like, I love my baseball team, but these owners
1: are nuts. Well, the Wilpons are terrible. I Like John Henry, one thing, I can't get too mad at him. He did bring three World Series titles to the Red Sox, so I can't – as much as I don't like the moves he's made in the most recent years, I can't get too mad when he's won three World Championships after 86 years of nothing. Whereas the Wilpons have just brought misery.
0: The – um, the park the Red Sox play in, as you know, is second oldest in baseball, or oldest. And, no, it's the
1: oldest. Regularly, second oldest, I believe. Yeah.
0: So, so they spent a ton of money. You still have some. your knees in the guy's head in front of you. you, you know, they can't make it any bigger. Than That'll the seats, never change,
1: he's
0: Done a lot. He's done a lot for the game. He's done a lot for the area. They've done a lot of upgrades. And um, I just wish they would uh, spend some money on some players and... Get some depth in that. You got to get some depth in the bullpen and get some starters.
1: Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the money issue has been an issue only for the fact that they spent too much on guys who didn't end up panning out and we got rid of, such as Pablo Sandoval and Jamal Crawford, two big, huge contracts that ended up biting the Red Sox in the ass. Then you signed Chris Sale to a big deal, dominant starting pitcher, but everybody knew he had elbow issues and kind of saw the Tommy John surgery on the wall. And the Red Sox said, eh, we're still going to pay him. So different, think, different moves like that do yeah, play a do part. You,
0: Tommy John, Tommy John, Chris Sale is like, oh, thank God, it's not really a season.
1: Oh I'm yeah, for sure. I I'm mean, he'll he it. still loses a year on his contract, I think, but it works for him, and I guess to an extent works for the Red Sox that it's not a it's not 162 game season that they're missing him. It's a short season, the season they kind of knew was a throwaway. Why? why push anything off any further and he gets the full year to recover. Who knows if baseball will start on time next year, he might be fully back by time. So we'll see. I mean, plain and simple, the Red Sox need him to come back though and be a true ace for his contract to live up to anything near it was because again, absolutely money issues, but well,
0: he's got the, he's got the time to recover practice and, and get back to it. So
1: yeah, it's about a year's worth of recovery, and then who knows? Sometimes it's a little longer. It just depends on how your arm reacts. Chris Dale is a string bean, so who knows? It might take him a little bit of time to get that strength back. Maybe,
0: God, he's then.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So the Mets, maybe new owner. Will maybe finally out. We'll see. Last topic of the day, Paul. We're on our final one, unless you throw in a random one that you want to talk about.
0: No, I'm. I'm okay. You never know. I'm always. You never know.
1: Something could get sparked, but my guess is this will probably be our final topic. The NFL, we have one thing and one thing only to talk about, and it has nothing really to do with the NFL itself. It has to do with fantasy football. And it's not okay. the fact that your team's going to go down this year in our fantasy league. That's not what it is. <laughs> but it is. Just like all the other teams in the 12-on sports league that I'm in now are also going to go down to the Ginger Jesus squad. What? The Ginger Jesus Squad. It's in honor of Carson Wentz. Okay. He's Ginger <laughs> Jesus. He has red bad. hair. He's a ginger. Yeah. He's very yeah. godly. Jesus. Okay. It, it's his squad. He's not on my team, but that's my team name.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm between the uprights, as, as you know. You know
1: well, that's, that's sexual. We get it.
0: It isn't. I'm a fan of field goals. They can win games.
1: Mm. (laughs) You're in it for the long ball? (laughs) The long haul? (laughs) (laughs) But the last thing is for fantasy football. Now, Paul, what if I told you if you drafted one specific player in the first round of your fantasy draft this year, you could be entered to win free Bud Light?
0: So is this a thing?
1: It, It might be. Would you be sure. interested in no matter who it is, if it met your first round pick going to this player, do you think for free beer, you would do it?
0: I would, but I need to, how much free beer?
1: I think it's like, I don't know, like even a case I, doesn't matter. Even if it's, 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 if it's 30 beers, does that really make a difference? If it's, unless you're playing big money. Well,
0: I'd be, I'd be, I'd be winning that for the people I love to raid my refrigerator and
1: visit me. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm doing I, it so people love me. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I can't drink beer, as you know, uh, regular beer. I can drink gluten-free beer, um, but I would do that.
1: Who is it? Gardner Minshew, the Jaguars quarterback.
0: So is this just out there and it's a contest Bud Light has going on with him as a sponsor? Yes,
1: yeah, so Bud Light has put out that if you decide for some unknown reason and you're terrible at fantasy football... And decide to gra- draft Gardner Minshew again, the Jaguars' quarterback, in the first round with your first pick of your fantasy league. You can be entered to win free beer from Bud Light. I like beer. I like, but you know, I, I don't like beer enough that I would throw away my fantasy football league season because that's what you'd be essentially doing. Draft like, Gardner you know, Minshew
0: years, and I've never won. I I, I, I am. I, I guess
1: I've never won, so I'm just gonna do it.
0: <laughs> and you know me; I trade, I I I, I make mistakes. I, as, as you know, I call the commissioner every once in a while and say, "Oh my god, I just stepped in traffic. Help me, Mister Whoop, Mister Whoopi." And yeah, you, you've made you some big wrong. mistakes. You know, I'd do it. Yeah. And it's a drawing. I guess I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't, because you know how many people are gonna do it.
1: I don't know, but I do know
0: that doesn't really care, someone like you that wants to win.
1: (laughs) I I like how your argument is, I don't care about winning, but you do, so therefore I would do it, but you wouldn't. Right. Well, I also wouldn't do it in most of my leagues because I play for money in two of my leagues, and it's not worth throwing away money for beer because, well, if I win more money, I have plenty of money than for beer so why, why do I need to win free beer by drafting a, the 30th best quarterback in the league compared to a running back? Which, if you're a fantasy football player and you're not taking a running back in the first round, I, are, you, are you a good fantasy football player? My guess is no. That's probably why your daughter also has never won the league because she always takes Tom Brady first. Right. You right. know who you are.
0: So, that's quite a, contest i guess so amateurs like me that do it if you're in probably... a free league
1: go for it like if you do not care at all like oh, if you're I in a think... league with buddies and there's nothing on the line for you and you guys are all just doing it to talk and hang out by all means draft gardener Minshew. but if you're in a league where it's competitive and you're trash talking and there's money on the line why make bets during the year side bets for beer or beer money my brother and I do that for any fantasy football league matchup or any matchup, of the Eagles versus giants Our two teams. Winner gets a 12 pack of money sent to them to go buy beer.
0: I think that's, uh, it's kind of funny because you know what? I'm embarrassed, but I have no idea who he is.
1: It's okay. All right, don't be
0: is anyone else.
1: Most people do because he's, he was their quarterback last year. He has a mustache. He's very, he looks like a retro quarterback from the 80s that got sent to 2020.
0: From the 80s that got sent to 2020.
1: Yep. It's essentially what it looks like. Like picture the mustache from the 80s, the mullet type hair. He's got <laughs> it all. I'm not kidding.
0: That's funny. I'm going to have so. to Google him. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. So, in that case, I would not take the beer. I have other ways I can get beer. I understand, though, for somebody like you, if just for fun to see if you could win it, why not? So, now I fun. know if this Wednesday during our Fantasy Football League draft, if you take Gardner Minshew, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> now,
0: now, I'm thinking about the beer you drink because you're the one that, and, 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 your, your sister-in-law and your brother-in-law. Like, make
1: me sound like an alcoholic being like, no, you're the one I that drinks think- the beer.
0: Hey, listen, you you did me the solid and drank all that stuff except the two-year-old pumpkin, but Bud Light is popular.
1: It um, makes it sound like but- I just came to your house and drank all your beer.
0: No, <laughs> you're listen, like you had a fridge full. beer that, that have been hanging around that I'd just as soon pour out and get rid of the can. But anyway... Um, Bud Light's good to have on the fridge because people drink it. Um, but everybody likes these new formulations and craft brews, and that's you know that's. I think if uh, Boston Lager or, or the equivalent in wherever this dude plays was doing it, people might be more apt to do it. it might Something be. fun.
1: I mean, I'm I like craft beers. I there are definitely a few that I don't mind drinking. But at the same time, you just need a regular old, I don't care. I can have four or five of these and not think that the fact that it just cost me $20 to buy it because Bud Light, right. you can get 30 for like 15 bucks. Whereas craft beers, it's like, oh, you want these four cans? That'll be 50 bucks. And you're like, but why? They're like, it has gold in it. And it's like, why does it have gold in it? And you're like, I don't know, but it's delicious. So you need to buy it. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess I need to buy it.
0: I think, uh, they can, and they charge crazy prices, right? Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. It's,
1: I wanted to buy when I was visiting you. There was a uh, Kool Aid, not Kool Aid, Hawaiian Punch craft brew. And I was like, oh, I just it caught my eye because of the can. I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I was like, uh, no, I don't want to pay $20 for four cans. I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I'll stick I those the- cans
0: that were in my refrigerator that you had here. And I, uh, it's, 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 It's bigger than a regular can. It's, I mean,
1: there's, there's value and- Those only cost me $10.
0: Yeah, but they're bigger than a 12 ounce.
1: Yeah, it's a 16 ounce. So it's like you get, it's buying Mm -hmm. like a four and a half pack of six pack.
0: I think, yeah, there's so many out there. Man, It's crazy.
1: It is. But yeah, so that's the deal that Bud Light's doing. But that's really all that is really happening in the NFL right now. Teams are all in their training camps. There's nothing really big this week happening in them. If you want to talk about it, the Patriots seem like they're finally destined to be with Cam Newton as their starting quarterback because Jared Stidham had an injury that nobody was allowed to talk about. But we all knew he was injured. And, I mean, that's about it. That's re- there's really no big news in the NFL for the week basically everybody's just doing their fantasy league drafts because there's no preseason.
0: I think they've got to have their fingers crossed that we don't have these crazy outbreaks so that they can have a season.
1: Well, I think they have to pray. I've heard rumblings that just like the NBA and NHL and MLB all did protest, that the MLB or NFL will want to do some also. And could you imagine September 10th when the chiefs go to play opening night, if they just didn't come out, If they just, if both teams just stayed in their locker rooms and didn't play. The eruption across the country.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, it's one thing with some notice. Tonight we're not doing it, but you're right there and
1: everybody's tuned in. TV's live. What do you do? Like imagine like Patrick Mahomes just walks out by himself and just, it pans him. He's like, we're not playing tonight due to racial injustice. And just walked back into the locker room and that was it. Analyst, I don't know. Everybody would have to be stuck there trying to figure out what to say, what to do.
0: Well, you saying that now, I would imagine that all these networks are having backup plans
1: for programming. What are but, we going to show? What are we going to do? But imagine if you did it that way, where you don't give any indication, guys are out on the field warming up, things look like they're going to go down, and then nothing. That would be crazy. It would be last
0: minute like that. I don't know if that's as classy as coming out midday and saying, "Hey, guess what?" Well, the Bucks did it. The
1: Magic were waiting for them to come onto the court to play the game. That's when the Bucks did it. So they kind of did the same thing. This would just be prime time, eight o'clock at night.
0: Opening game, right? Because the it's it's the first game of the season. Yep.
1: Just imagine. Yep. All games can go on Sunday. But imagine that opening night game, if they did that, that would be that would be a statement.
0: It would be. It's kind of glommy. It would, onto, what would
1: it, add on to the statement that was made.
0: Yeah, they they um you know, I, I think I hope they can all kind of get together and I know I said it before, but like Obama telling helping them out, I hope they can all kind of do something that's different than a protest that makes a difference in votes and and getting a voice out there Um, because listen, COVID, COVID has picked these bad, these bad, poor neighborhoods, but it has nothing to do with COVID. It's education. It's accessibility to healthcare. They're not the healthiest anyway. It's, it's, it's socioeconomic, not, it's become racial because it's socioeconomic. So it's, I'm just glad that, they're doing something positive And, and Hey, if, if it's a game, it's a game. I thought no skin off my nose. I missed sports for how many months, four or five months. Anyway, one night wasn't going to kill me or two or three. And I thought it was classy of all of them to yeah. join in.
1: It I'd was, rather the conversations was, we had.
0: Hey, us too. We believe in it too.
1: Yeah. So. yeah I'd rather the conversations we had take off a night or two from sports, three nights, whatever you take off a week if you had to. Like just to get the conversations going that need to be done to finally get things to progress towards the right way. But yeah, somehow yeah. we ended up back up on the protest and well, I think, you know what? I think it, that's what it, we'll end with.
0: <laughs> it, it, listen, it's big in the world, it's big in sports. Um, it, it, it's a sports conscience and it makes it me might feel not better. be as
1: big as Lionel Messi, but you know. Right? If you ask certain soccer fans. But no, it's a big deal. It's a big thing. It's a big movement in the country. We'll see what happens. We'll see if it continues and how it affects things going forward in sports in the country. Who knows? But 2020 might not be the end of everything being interesting.
0: Absolutely. It's uh, boy, what a year. What yeah. a crazy.
1: Yeah. And the last thing to add I'll add for the show before we Close everything up. Sad news about Chadwick Bozeman, the actor who played Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, all these iconic roles, passed away at age 42 the day the MLB celebrated Jackie Robinson this year. All of them wearing the number 42. Just one of those weird lining cancer. up. Yeah. And come to find out, he'd have been battling cancer for four years without anybody knowing. Publicly. So he makes
0: no. seven, seven blockbuster movies. Yeah, three of the highest
1: grossing films ever.
0: Right. Yeah. And and including Black Panther, and um, nobody knows he's having chemo, surgeries, and he's making these movies, and they're working around it. And how incredible, and it's all about what he's doing in his career, and supporting his job, and his coworkers, and talking about the roles that um, black males can have in Hollywood, and how successful that movie was. And then they showed him in an interview with the cast and they were talking about two kids that had passed away at the hospital where he was also going um, and they had they had died from cancer and he was very emotional and his co-workers were consoling him and he got through his speech and it makes you think, wow, no wonder he was so emotional. Mm. He's in that same boat and and he kept it quiet and God love the guy.
1: Uh, He's a great actor, and it's very sad. He kind of busted onto the scene in 2013 and made a big impression.
0: Very, very, uh, very well spoken, and just uh, a great guy, and everybody has nothing but great things to say about him.
1: Yeah, so it was very sad to hear that news the other night, the shocking news, because I actually saw on Twitter, like minutes after it was posted, I thought it was like a statement from him about everything going on, in the country and then i clicked on it and it was like he has passed away and i was like wow that's very sad and like you said cultural impact for the roles he played he played some of the most iconic african-americans in our nation's history sports wise just in general with like thurgood marshall um i do know he has another movie he did finish filming that will be coming out at some point um so you at least be some on
0: people think they shouldn't make black panther 2 in a yes. tribute say they should do it in a tribute because I think he would want it to continue.
1: He would, but they probably would... They, I don't think they can recast his character. I think yeah. they would have to change the storyline.
0: Yep. Somebody can take his place. Something. Somebody,
1: somebody else can take over but his character specifically, I think you can't recast just because of the impact Absolutely. it made. And yep. uh, I, it's like kind of like Paul Walker with Fast and the Furious when he passed away. They didn't continue adding him into the movies. They just spoke of him in other ways. And they used his brother in the final one to finish the movie scenes that he needs to be in. But again, so yeah, we'll see. But if they do black Panther two or not, I don't know how they'll make that work. But again, very sad that he went through all this, kept it very quiet. And I mean, now he's at least able to rest peacefully and hopefully his legacy will live on because he created some great movies and iconic roles.
0: He did. He did. And he opened the door for a lot of people and taught Holly, Hollywood that, hey, guess what? This can work. And I yep. think that's important.
1: But Paul, I think we actually pretty lengthy show for us.
0: Well, it's uh, a lot. You know, we think not, sometimes we go into this thinking, what are we going to talk about this week? And, and I guess this, this um, movement keeps coming up, but it's important. And yes. and it's it touches every sport. It touches everybody's lives, and man, we need to we need to shake this and get get right.
1: Mm-hmm. But on that note, I think we'll wrap this up. Go enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and everybody else who is listening to this, enjoy your Monday and the rest of your week. No, oh, I thought you were going to say something there, Paul. You look like you were about. No, it. I was.
0: Uh, I was waiting to chime in and uh, <laughs> give, uh, give me the sign off, and I was going to give you the uh, the old southern southern studio salute and say can't wait till you get here
1: <laughs> we're gonna say the old southern salute and flip me the bird
0: <laughs> no <laughs> you know me i don't do those things
1: i know but that's why it took me off guard for a second but all right <laughs> paul thank you for joining
0: thanks for having me greg
1: we'll be doing this in person again once again next week potentially on my birthday we'll see maybe, maybe take my
0: ber- we, may have, we may have a guest host a, a guest third host we Just might get some fun. comments out of the uh
1: just have a stream of people coming on bunch, me. Of, bunch of family <laughs> guests. But Paul, again, thanks for joining everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to check out all the other great shows on 12 on sports. Don't forget to like, and subscribe to the sports Stand so You can hear when our episodes drop every single week, because sometimes it's Mondays. Sometimes it was Fridays. We don't, it seems like it's going to be Mondays now, but we'll see just if you like, and subscribe us, you'll never miss it. That's the key. But again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe, stay healthy. My name is Greg. Paul's with me as always. Have a good one, everyone. See you next week.
0: The Sports the Stance.